You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Welcome to Super Egg and Bros, recorded on May 10th, 2020. I am Dirk, and with me is Stev. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, doing all right. <laughs> how, how you doing locked up in your house? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm playing my video games. I got a new computer. Oh, tell us about it. Uh, it is a Acer Nitro, and it has... Let me see here... And just in case I forget all about it, I can look on this handy-dandy little thing over here. So it's a Nitro 50 with an Intel Core i7 plus processor 8700. I'm not really paying attention right now, so I'm just reading off things. An AMD Radeon with a 580X. Okay. One terabyte hard drive. Uh, DVD a card reader, and then wireless internet that I don't have to plug in a thing for. Oh, no Ethernet? No Ethernet. Well, yeah. Or unless I need to, but... I've actually had to record... Well, it's at the recording studio at the attic of my house here. And so, <laughs> yeah, I have to use uh, the Wi-Fi adapter in order to get internet access for my computer. Oof. It's a pain in the ass, but it, it still works for right now. So... Oh, that's good. Yeah, what have you been playing on this uh, on this unit? I have been playing Mountain Blade finally <laughs> in its full glory. And how's it running? Oh, like fucking silk and butter. Like butter, buddy. Oh my god, like Christ. See, that's this exactly why so, I'm happy you did this. God, it's so good now that I have a good computer. <laughs> Add a boy, man. Add a boy. So let's go ahead and, and get right into it here. So I've got about four. Yeah, four pieces of news to go through. Uh, first of which, a banned mobile game uh, called Pandemia Virus Outbreak is coming to Steam. Uh, according to TechRaptor.net, developer and publisher Pockets of Energy has announced that their title, Pandemia Virus Outbreak, which was previously banned from Google Play after one week due to alleged references to COVID-19 will now be coming to steam. Yeah. I so, don't, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I, okay. I don't understand what's all this. Like we got, we got to censor the COVID. Everyone knows what the hell the COVID is. Like, what, 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 I, I don't understand. I think Why the problem people... is they believe that the publishers are making light of COVID-19. It's not that it's, it, it, it's not even that like, okay, I know we had something in mind here, but like Christ almighty YouTube has been doing nothing but demonetizing videos that bring up COVID-19, including, you know, health, uh, like health YouTube channels. They, they, they just keep looking at it and it's just like, nope, he brought up COVID-19, you know, shut him down, demonetize, no more ad revenue for him. 
And it's just, it's so weird. We know what COVID is. If people want to have gallows humor about the game, let them have gallows humor about it. Uh, just, there's no reason in doing this because all it's going to do is get people angry. I completely agree with that too. And uh, a, a quote from the developer, and this is also, they release a statement on their treatment via Google. Uh, quote, we are happy that Steam provides the platform for releasing the game and does not censor or ban our game for no reason like Google Play and Amazon Store did. Let's keep the world of indie creators or corporations free of any censorship and pay respect to the works of others. Ugh. Yeah, it's. It's really annoying. Because I don't know what google is thinking i don't know what all of these people are thinking all yeah, i know is it's it's just it boggles the mind that they're all of a sudden just gonna say uh no nah, you don't get to play no I, I don't like it that you're making a video game about this so we're gonna shut you down we've gotten past this point where we just i i thought we finally hit a point where we look at these games and just say it's fine. It's a video game. At this point, everyone and their mother should at least have some sort of knowledge that these sorts of games are going to exist. Yeah. <sighs> Don't censorship, please. No more. Stop, please. We've already <laughs> gone past this. Yep. And for the next bit, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is coming out with free content in an update free content on an EA Star Wars game. Ooh. Yeah. So this is from EA.com. So straight from the publisher. It says, you've faced the trials and tribulations of a dangerous galaxy. You've confronted troopers, beasts, inquisitors, and a foe of, uh, sorry, and a foe far greater than all of them combined. But despite that, you've made it through. To start things off, we wanted to take this time to thank all of you. From the day we first announced the game to right now, it's been a, an absolutely wild ride and truly humbling experience to see how so many of you have enjoyed this game. We've thoroughly enjoyed seeing many of you react so positively to the game from your screenshots, videos, fan art, cosplay, live stream reactions, and more. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for being such a supportive community. It means the galaxy to us. Your passion has moved us so much that we felt that we had to do something extra as a thank you. And that's where this update comes in. Available now, we're releasing a free content update for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Within it, You'll find the new cosmetics for Cal and BD-1, the new modes for those of you who've become a Jedi, and some additional tweaks and fixes that should make things more enjoyable for all players. That. That's pretty damn good. Well, here's the thing. Don't get too excited about it because... Yes, yes. Because they've done this before on uh they've they've been releasing like free updates like i'm not talking about dlc or anything like that if you look on how much dlc is actually being sold it's 
not a lot. Like, yeah, it's probably some, uh, it's probably skins. Sure. I'll, I'll give you that. But when it comes to actual gameplay updates, you don't need to buy anything in order to access most of the stuff for the game. Unless you want skins, in which case, go ahead. But I don't know. I guess that that sort of explanation about Battlefront after that whole debacle when they tried to monetize the game. You remember that, right? Oh, yeah. And how much of a shit show that was. <laughs> a pretty huge one. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that they're just trying to make sure that, you know, everyone is happy and they don't all of a sudden lose their biggest cash cow right then and there because they're oh, making definitely. a new one, by the way. They're making a new one. They're going to be taking, I think, the way that it's sounding, this is going to be the last update. And I think it's Scarus is the last update. And then they're going to start development on Battlefront 3. So they'll just, they'll be, they'll still be doing, uh, fuck, what's it called? They'll still be doing like minor updates, like making sure that balancing is still good, that, that bugs aren't popping up left, right, front, and center. But they're going to be coming out with Battlefield 3 very soon, I believe. Or very soon, I say. They're going to start development on it uh, soon-ish. Okay. Well, let's let's hope that doesn't turn into a, a burning pile of shit. It hasn't been. They did very well on Battle on uh, Battlefront 2, at least when yeah. I played it on the PS4. Uh, eh, on the ps4 it was fun yeah i mean they the, the burning pile of shit though came from how they were running the release and uh oof those yeah they, bad they, times. yeah those were those were extremely bad times i will not i will not fault you fault you for thinking that yeah and but, uh, uh coming up next in the news uh half-life 2 remastered is apparently uh, found as a listing on Steam. Hmm. I could I could try hmm. that out. I'll okay. be honest. What's that? I mean, oh, okay. All right. I mean, sure. I'll be honest. I'm not quite uh, really excited about the idea of a Half-Life 2 remastered, but I mean, for all I can tell, it, it could be fun to go through it again. Yeah, it it could be fun, but I mean, it's a remaster, so I guess okay, you got me there. Yeah, and yeah. speaking of remasters, rumor has it this is not totally confirmed yet, but rumor has it we might be getting a, uh, a remaster of uh, Diablo Two. They haven't even released Diablo Four yet. <laughs> You're right. No, they haven't. So they haven't people... released their stupid fucking what's it called? Diablo Immortal. Yeah, they haven't even released that yet. Uh, no, they haven't yet. Something tells me they're a little bit hesitant about releasing that in the first place. Oh boy, I wonder why. <laughs> well, and given how successful things went for uh, Warcraft 3's release. I'm I'm wondering how skeptical fans are going to be for the remaster of Diablo 2. I I'd, I'd be very very skeptical. 
absolutely. And I think we need to take things with the grain of salt with any kind of uh, following news that goes on with this game because uh, it's it's not just that it's not that uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged was a bad game. It's like I'm more disappointed by the fa- by seeing Blizzard make all these promises about the game just to have them back out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, speaking even further of of remasters, um, a fan-made Super Mario 64 PC port was released just recently, and this thing actually supports 4K. Now, uh, this is coming from TechRaptor. Uh, it says... There are countless emulators to run all the classic games you like from the Nintendo 64, uh, Game Boy Advance, Sega Genesis, and all the classic controller consoles. Uh, Super Mario 64 is one of the most iconic games of that era, and fans have only been able to play it through emulators. Luckily, a fan-made PC port of Super Mario 64 released earlier after reverse engineering the game's source code. Hmm. Yeah. And so with that, I, I think that's incredibly exciting to be able to see people do. I mean, just out of the very love of Super Mario 64, it was one of the absolute best games to come out from that era in the first place, and it's gone. What? what? Nintendo took it down. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> surprise! Uh, oh. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Uh, we basically said, "Well, if uh, Nintendo is not going to re-release it for us to be able to play in in today's hardware, who's going to do it?" Someone stepped up, and Nintendo said, "No, halt, verboten, do not." <laughs> no, no more video game for you. <laughs> Only we make video game, not you. Only. Only we make fun video game, not you, small baby fool boy. Oh, yeah. So what do you think this is of the place where you can have fun on the Internet? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, the, nope. We all know Nintendo absolutely abhors to the idea of fun on the Internet. Yeah, absolutely. You can only have fun on the Nintendo Switch. That is the only fun you're allowed to have. And if you're going to have fun online, you must pay $20 per year. Exactly. You fool. <laughs> you fool. But uh, that's all the news that we have for this week then. So let's go ahead and get into the main topic of the week. And uh, I-, I wanted to talk about this after the release of... Assassin's Creed Valhalla's trailer from last week. Or was it the week before? Either uh, way. Yeah. Either way, it dropped, and now we're able to get a glimpse of what the direction is that Ubisoft is going for with this new game. Uh, Stev, do you have any first impressions about this? Uh, well, firstly, I'm not very excited for it. I don't know if that says something about me, but I just every single time I think to myself, well, I mean, maybe I'll start playing today. Or maybe I'll pick up an Assassin's Creed today. I don't know. 
we'll, we'll see what happens. And then as I start, you know, attempting to do that, it's just, it's something about the story that just turns me off of it. And I don't know why. You know what turns me off from it? Uh. This going back and forth between the historical setting and the modern futuristic setting. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be something for me, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I, I want I want to be, you know, like a dude. All right. I I, I just want to live through the storyline without all of a sudden being like thrown out of my immersion. Because you need to say, hey, guys, don't worry, the templates still exist in the future and they're right under your noses. So you, as like a super cool assassin, you got to go and, you know, you got to go do the thing. Like, go do the thing. Oh, there's like Eden apples. I don't, I don't, I don't really <laughs> care what's happening in the present or the future or whatever this is. I want to keep playing the video game, like the video game that you made without these stupid and, in my very big opinion, annoying cuts. Like, I. I wanted to go and do things as a pirate, as a pirate assassin. There are two ships in the north. When you kill one of the ships, the other one sets itself on fire and tries to ram you. That is the equivalent of watching two little anime girls running around, you curb stomping one of them. Then the other one just sets herself on fire with a gas can and comes running at you with a box cutter. <laughs> it's about as terrifying as as it sounds. Yeah, it, it does sound pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah, it got this terrifying. <laughs> I got really fucking annoyed when I fought, when I had to fight them. Yeah. So, but, yeah, go ahead. It's I know we should be fucking uh talking about the Vikings, but I just the the I Assassin's Creed could be really good if they just stopped it with the fucking future shit yeah no one cares about the future shit no more yeah no just, one ever fucking talks about that no 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 one cares that's the problem yeah like i understand ubisoft wants us to care about it but i never i never wanted to go through any of that when i was trying to go through the uh run through the first for the first game and so we've we've been able to see this game series cover different uh, cultures and time periods, but now we have moved on to well, what is quote the Viking Age. Mm -hmm. So, Stev, uh, what I want to handle this delicately because Yo. ever I want to say ever since Elder Scrolls Five, ever since Skyrim there has been this jump in um, ravings about the Vikings and how cool they are and their history and, and their weapons. And what I think that not enough people are stopping to understand is that there is a romanticization of the Vikings. Yes. It's, it's always been there. If you look back at it, and I'm 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 gonna think about it real quick. 
if if you look back at what Viking armor is supposed to look like, and then what modern culture describes it as, you know, big helmets, you know, tough stuff like that. Like they're supposed to be like unstoppable barbarians. They go and kill the guy, and you can't stop them because they're so cool and the fucking metallurgy bullshit bones and goddamn fucking forges make steel. Like super cool Valhalla guys. Guys, I'm gonna be real honest with you. They own the only reason that they raided England is because they thought that it was filled with fat people inside of churches that had gold. <laughs> they never really got to fight against a real army until they fought against the English army and got their asses handed to them. Yeah. Now you can definitely say, oh, well, what about that one berserk? He got stabbed in the balls. Okay, I don't know what you want me to say. A guy got into a barrel, went under a bridge, stabbed the berserker in the balls, and he died. And then the rest of the army died. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, they're just northern Englishmen at this point. They do their slaves. They're just angrier than usual. It's like, boy, come on now. We don't have to we, we don't have to pretend that the Vikings were super cool. They were pretty cool, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, they kept going down south and then realizing that England had an army that knew how to fight. They had a standing army. Well, yeah, let me, just, let's let's just understand that there's a reason why they're not around anymore. Well, they're not around because all of a sudden Christianity cucked them out of their religion, but Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really okay. it. Like, but, think about it. Think about it. Everyone's like all the Viking guys say that uh, jokes on you, Christians. You're you're celebrating your the birth of your Christ on a on a pagan holiday. I mean, my response to that would be, I'm sorry, we cucked you out of your religion. I mean, I'm sorry, we cucked your like holy day out of your religion and we just took it as our own what are you gonna do stop us hi say hi to the rest of europe yeah yeah exactly oh you're, you're saying i don't have to die in battle in order to go to a good place oh that sounds really cool i'm going to you know worship the christian god now oh vikings are all right but come on they're not that cool you see, what happened is that the the Vikings were very big into gaming journalism, and so they crusade, they, you know, they crusaded for ethics and game journalism to go against the journalists. That was England, and England, well, the anti gamer gators kicked their asses. They won the war, and history is now written by the anti gamer gators. Not exactly. Uh, not what happened at all. Not exactly. This is how. This is exactly how it happened. Exactly. But just... so with with Assassin's Creed, I I understand it is not going to be very historically accurate. I mean, don't you fight gods at some point in the series? And now getting into this Viking territory, I think it's going to be like fan service for people that like that Vikings, but don't understand 
some of the huge flaws that came from their culture. Like, I love the mythology that come from the uh, from the Nordics. I love the um, the weaponry. I love the a huge chunk of the culture. I mean, the 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 gods in the in the Nordic culture were incredible to be able to talk about and learn about, but you have to understand that in a lot of cases, the Vikings were not the good guys. And for people to try acting like the, the Vikings are the people that you should aspire to be, I think that is unhealthy. So here's my problem with this rom- romantization of the Vikings. It's, I, I love the culture. I love the Nordic mythology. I love the the stories of the gods, Ragnarok. You have the the god of war, Tyr. Uh, there's so much to it that I think is incredible. Then you have like this this amazing music that comes from the the eras that they lived in, but also the music that is inspired by the culture from the Nords as well. And whether or whether or not you like the culture, you still have to understand that in a lot of these situations that involve the Vikings, they were not the good guys whatsoever. Oh, no. These are people no, no, that no, 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 no. understood uh, slave trade and partook in it as well. I mean, it's... Indentured like, servitudes. Yep. Yeah. Well, more so than I, I don't understand these people that try being like social justice Vikings. Like... This like Vikings against racists. Like I don't think Vikings would give a shit of like what race you were as long as they were able to sell you. I actually don't like the Viking culture. I don't know why. You know what? That's okay. Uh, so you have no idea why you don't like it. Well, I don't know. I I guess I'm trying to not sound like a dumbass when I talk about this. It's just that it's just so boring oh really yes it's just so boring it's all the same fucking thing if i wanted stupid if 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 i want if i want god's fucking up i'll just go to greece oh oh yeah you want god's fucking up oh yeah greece got you covered homie yeah it's just a warrior culture well it's partly a warrior culture anyways they 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 still knew how to farm the land and all that sort of stuff. It's just boring. Well, we've had people that try LARPing as Vikings in today's culture. And yeah, it's because in I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. It's because of that Viking TV show, Vikings. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the one that was uh, pretty historically inaccurate as well. I think so. And it was, it's just everyone's like, I want to be, I want to be just, just like that. And like, "Mm, okay, you can, you can either be like that where, you know, they're warring around with only iron tools or you can go south, be really cool Germans and be really fucking cool at everything. Or you go further east and then you meet the Celts or barring that, go back west, go straight south become Egyptian oh, or go, go further east, go to China and literally romance of the three kingdoms is probably happening at this moment. And almost everyone that participated in that area is basically worshiped as a God in 
modern day China. Guan Yu is a real person, uh, was a real person in the olden times. And no one knows if any of his exploits are actually real or fantasy. That is how much of a badass he was. Yeah. Or, you know, go further east. Go be Nippon Steel. There's so many other cool ones. If you're just doing it because McCool Vikings, it's not a good way of doing it. If you fanboy for the Vikings without realizing that they have faults, and this goes for any culture, you are going to lose. Every single time that somebody brings up your fucking... uh, Every single time anyone brings up like, oh, well, the Vikings could have been seen as bad guys too since they did the slave trade. And if your immediate response was nah, and you don't provide any sort of proof to that, you're probably fanboying for no particular reason outside of they look cool. Now, if you're liking them because they look cool and you don't get angry or happy about the, you know, lore of it all, the 100%, that's up to you. I honestly kind of don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's 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 your taste aesthetically. It's just that there's so many cooler like warrior warrior cultures that are out there. There's so much more out there. Like yeah, like I'm Nordic and um like although my, my my genetics are a a product of uh of raping and pillaging but like there's there's yeah, so much you more got that dad bod son what's that you got that dad bod son oh yeah yeah like I, i've got that slavic dad bod <laughs> 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 i mean it, it's like yeah there's the slavic background there is the celtic background that is completely rich in mythology and folklore and in cooking um in in the fashions that they had there's so much to it that like you might as well be able to expand in the knowledge of of european history in the first place so i encourage it i i i i think it's worth discouraging uh, keeping your your mind narrowed down to just the uh the, the nordic vikings like they're they're gone. They're a piece of history, but they are gone, and more happened besides them. Yeah, and you, and you know what the hilarious part of all of this is? What's that? Is the fact that a lot of these people that are that keep saying like fucking Nordic culture all the way don't probably haven't realized that there are certain parts of their culture that is still steeped in you know christianity too because when christianity came a knocking it was slow at first and then it took over yeah yeah like, it was. I, it's just i'm i'm sorry guys there's more than one ways to, uh, there's more than one way to fucking skin a cat so there's more than one way to basically assimilate a culture and the missionaries, again, like I said before, basically said, well, you don't have to die in combat to go to heaven. Just be a good person. I have a book that tells you what to do. Just read it and tell me what you think. I'm going to go back on the boat where I have food and all of this other stuff and all of these other people really like us. Okay, bye-bye, friend. I'm like... <laughs> And they read the book like, oh, this Christian God is pretty cool. I guess we'll do it then. I am now Christian. Ha <laughs> ha, you fell for my trap card. And now you're Christianized. 
give me your holy day. Christmas is now ours. <laughs> oh, but that's well, the winter solstice. Jesus was born here. <laughs> well, apparently, now, if I am incorrect with this, um, somebody please feel free to uh, uh, to correct me on it and and also like give me a direction on where I can find the information. But from the way that I understand it, uh, the 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 pagans were were being told like, hey, you know what? You can keep your traditions, uh, but we're celebrating this instead for Christianity. Yeah, it's no. I think they brought the hammer hard when they really? finally got their foot in the door. Well, if I remember correctly, let me see here. When did Christianity? Okay. There we go. When did Christianity reach the Vikings? So let's see here. The 11th century is when Christianity was starting to pop up in like Denmark and Norway and stuff like that. Yeah. And it looks like they really liked it. Like they really, really liked it and took it on almost immediately. No shit. Like almost immediately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they they just took it around the 11th century, around the middle of it. They just Yeah, about 100 years later Christianity took over. That's and it quick. also they also started destroying pagan sites. <laughs> Jesus. And yeah, replacing really them. Quick. Yeah. And they uh, replaced them with churches. So, uh looks like Christianity one pagan Pagan zero, a big fat zero, and game set match. Yeah, I. Uh... Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Guess your Vikings got replaced by Crusaders. So, okay, let's get back into gaming then. So, what what predictions do you have with uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? You, like, how do you think this game's going to turn out? I have a feeling that it turns out that the gods are going to be, you know, all powerful, the fucking, what are they called? The, the, the God people in Assassin's Creed, mm -hmm. or at least their creations. They're, they're, they're going to be their creations. It's going to turn out that this one guy is just or girl, or I don't, I don't really know. This one person is going to be capable of wielding uh, the powerful MacGuffin, that makes him very important. He will go and fight important battles in England. Um, Christianity is going to be brought up a couple times. Uh, the main character is going to question why he is doing this. Or rather, let me see here. There wasn't any Romans were there. Not that I saw. Okay, so it is, it, it's it's probably going to be during the, the early 10th century if they're going to be doing this or heavens forbid mid 11th century in which case well here we go i guess but i have a feeling that he is going to feel conflicted about losing his culture or her culture i don't really know exactly how this is going to work out and then finally the powerful MacGuffin happens the plot line begins to devolve and then the viking guy or girl I don't know, it has a final last stand to fight against the heathen Christians. I don't know. 
this could go in like seven different ways, but it's all going to be boring in the end. I I think so too. I I think that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to do the fan service towards the people that have a significant misunderstanding of what Vikings were like historically. And yeah. I think that it will probably become a very average game. Um, maybe it might do some ev- some evolving after what we've had from the previous two games, uh, what Odyssey and Origins, and it, it could be you know it could turn out to be very good. But at the same time, though, it's like I- I'm not gonna hold my breath for this to be anything great. Um, if I want things that involve my my Nordic background, I've got other games that I could be playing. I have uh, Northgard for my Switch, and, and you know what? I I still play Skyrim. I still play the shit out of it. It's not Nordic. It's very Nordic inspired, but it's not Nordic. But uh, it, it's it, it does well. It does very well. I could do a a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, setting that is um, that that is from the uh, the old days of of Scandinavia. If I wanted to, I've got. Yeah. Main point is I've got better alternatives. There's always better alternatives, lads yeah. and ladies. Just you, you got to go out and actually look at them. <laughs> yeah. Very so I, I think I've dried out all I can from this subject. Is there anything else you want to bring up with it? Not that I can think of, buddy. All right, I'm man. not going to lie. All right, man. Let's go ahead and, and wrap this up. Uh, guys, if you have any predictions on how this game is going to go, let us know. We'd be interested in seeing what you guys think on on where uh, Valhalla will be uh, will be headed to. And uh, if you want to support Super Egg and Bros, we actually have a few ways here. But uh, I'm going to save the biggest one for last. If you want to financially support us, you can you can do so through patreon.com slash arrogantmedia for $5 per month. You get access into the Discord server that we use for uh, being able to talk to each other and hang out with fans. Also, this is where we do our interviews as well. So uh, that leads into... Um, uh, some of our other other ways of being able to support us uh, comment leave uh, leave comments on the iTunes Google Play whatever format that you can because that's able to to bring in some activity and therefore help us grow but the biggest way to do so is to share the goddamn show share it with yes. anybody that you believe would be up for listening to it because he, here's why. The reason why we were able to get people in like Larry Bundy Jr. is because, yeah, we do have an audience. We do have people that listen to our show. And in order to continue getting guests on the show, we need this thing to grow. So it is up to you, the listener, to help us reach more of an audience. And that, in turn, also helps us to uh, find sponsors. Here's the thing. Hitmonkey and I have been talking about this where there are Twitch streamers who get pissed off and abusive and shaming if you are not donating to them. And I noticed this happen with 
podcasters as well. There are certain mm-hmm. podcasters that will shame you if you perhaps uh, lower your subscription or leave the subscription altogether as well, and they will push you to get into it. That is unhealthy. And in fact, I I hate asking people for money. And, and, and in fact, I would much rather, way much rather, take sponsorships and be able to do things like ads on the show because I think it's great to be able to have the content out there for free. Mm-hmm. That would, yeah, that'd be pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So those are the ways to support us. If you want to give us a like on facebook.com slash arrogant media. So you can check out what we're doing in the future. And I, I even have a Twitter handle at media arrogant. Feel free to uh, reach me out there as well. Stev, do you have any final words about this? And do you want to uh, go ahead and um, bring in the clothes? So I'm going to say this once. I'm a degenerate. Just saying that now I have a new computer. I'm going to do the most degenerate thing I can think of. Durkham? Yes? Can you look up title of the uh, few things that I've been uh, kind of posting most recently the most recent one and can you put that into your steam store page please um hang on here the titles of things you've been posting well the the last thing that i did in our okay okay just just uh, put it on there all right let me go and, to uh, steam real quick can you just read me the description as soon as you see it and uh Again, new computer, which means I'm going to be testing the limits of this damn thing to infinity and beyond instead of just playing nothing but Mountain Blade. Just, uh... Okay, this is a free... Oh, no. What's the description say? Oh, no. What does the description say? Free pansexual furry dating game. Explore the dazzling neon lights of Amoris, a bustling furry nightclub that attracts all species, personalities, and sexualities. Create your own character and find all nine dateable characters. Oh, could you just end my misery, buddy? Guess what I want to talk about next week. Okay. Next week, we'll talk about furry dating simulators. <laughs> or just whatever I can find on this damn degenerate fucking website. <laughs> Remember when, you know, Steam had like really fun indie games? And then all of a sudden, you know, Steam's like, we're just going to let all the sexual content hit the field. And then, you know, there's like games like Amoris. Bright Memory, Third Crisis, Drug Dealer Simulator, <laughs> Being a Dyke. What the fuck? All right. Uh, Steam is a gift, by God. Looking I at the reviews here, one of them just says, I'm sorry, mother. <laughs> fuck. All right, bro. Go I'm ahead. So- I'm so upset. Go ahead and close the episode. All right, buddy. If you like what we're doing here, please support us on our Patreon page, like Papa Durkham said. And until next time, fall damage.
Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.